0: This is Special Agent Daniel Campbell, and this is my sixth log into my investigation into the government program, formerly known as Project ACE. The date is February 1st, the year (laughs) 9, and the time is 926. (sighs) Currently, I have been receiving several emails. Now, this wouldn't be concerning, except they are on my personal home email address. I wouldn't even mention this at all, but the subjects of the emails have been about this project. I am extremely concerned that somebody tracked my email as it is personal information that I don't give out to anyone except close friends and loved ones, and none of which know I'm working on this project. I've personally contacted them, and none of them said they gave away my email, which I don't know what is more disturbing, them lying or not. The emails are also very sporadic completely missing my spam box which makes me believe these are not spam trying to get some knee-jerk reaction out of me along with that the addresses are well concerning to say the least such as please stop at tellworm.us and stop looking into this at guster.com there are 50 other email addresses just like this compiled in the written notes now i've talked to the cybersecurity division but They've had no luck tracking down the IP addresses for the dummy emails, and along with that, they suspected a VPN was used, so there's basically nothing they can do to find whoever's emailing me. I have not contacted or replied to any of these emails. This was supposed to be a quiet project, in and out, not somebody contacting me on my home email address. If they have my email, I, I don't know what other information they have. I've also asked a request to transfer from this project, and I'm praying it will be approved. I only find it necessary to read a selection of emails, of which there are currently 52. Number one, address. Please read this at greennecks.te. Subject, please read this. Contents, you don't know me, but I implore you to stop your investigation into this project. This investigation not only puts you, but your family and friends in danger. Please don't investigate anymore. Number two, address, please stop at teleworm.us Subject, listen to me Contents, I know you got my last email I'm begging you to please stop Your life is in grave danger This project isn't fully dead There are people out there to get you Please stay safe Address Number three, address I'm begging you at geo-de-as.to Subject, you're in danger Contents, there are people watching you I need you to stop I know you don't know me and I know you don't trust me But I'm looking out for you Please, no, they aren't as they seem. Trust your gut. Leave. That was only three. The other 49 have been compiled and attached to the written file. I have to know. I'm... I am concerned. This is taking things a bit too far. No, a lot too far. They never specifically mention the acronym ACE, but what else is there? The other files I'm working, they are hoaxes. Everybody knows they are hoaxes. I mean, I have to hope somebody is messing with me, but to endanger me and to endanger my family, to track down personal information, that is taking things way too far out of something that was meant to be a practical joke or a hoax into getting the masses to believe the government is poisoning their water and testing on their children. But onto more professional matters. Since I have been, well, Preoccupied, I have nothing to add to this case, except some other audio files. I have tried to contact loved ones of those whose names were listed under the roster for involvement, but all of the phone numbers have either been disconnected or those holding the numbers have passed on. I'm surprised I've even made it this far. Now onto the recordings. I have quite an interesting one for the first one. So according to the notes, it's of Test Subject HPR 5. And it's before the project when they were arrested. Now, I have never heard a file outside the testing facility, so I'm very intrigued. And though I couldn't find any more information other than this was in Harding County Police Office in Illinois, I think I have something here. I mean, I haven't talked to them yet, but this this should be interesting. (laughs) Maybe I'll actually get a lead in this case. Playing now.
1: Hi, Calypso. I'm Officer Carter.
0: I go by cam.
1: Uh, okay. Cal, let me make a note. Miss, you- It's Mister. So, Mr. Young, do you know why you're here? Why, yes I do. Then you should know impersonating an officer is a serious crime. In fact, it's a Class E felony. Okay. Okay? You impersonated seventeen people, seven of them being police officers. Son, you could go to jail for a really long time. Let me reiterate, you could go to jail. Do you understand what I'm saying?
0: Yes, I understand. It's crystal clear.
1: I don't think you do.
0: I could go to jail for a long time.
1: Whoop-de-doo. Son, this is serious.
0: Well, I know it's serious.
1: (sighs) Could you just work with me? Please. You'll get out of here quicker. Fine. Good. For now, you'll be in police custody for 48 hours. We're doing this a bit differently because you're a minor. First, I need to get some fingerprints. Could you hold out your fingers? Sure. You're taking this very well. I understand if you're scared. I'm not scared. Well, it's okay to be scared.
0: I'm not scared.
1: Okay, you're not scared. Um, can I have your other hand? Mm hmm You are aware you have a right to an attorney.
0: Yes. I don't want one.
1: Son, I've just got to ask, why'd you do it?
0: Can't I say I'm not guilty?
1: You can, but with the evidence against you, I'd advise you not to.
0: Well, then I'm guilty.
1: But why? You're so young. You're only 15.
0: I don't have to disclose that.
1: Fine. Time to. What the hell? What's the matter? I don't know. Uh, hello? Yeah, he's here. Okay, but. Fine. Cal, you're being let go.
0: What? Calypso young? I think I can actually use that name, as long as it's not a pseudonym. Why wasn't it scratched out? I mean, they've been so careful so far, yet they let that slip. I just- hold on. Let me- let me see if I can look in the records. This is Special Agent Daniel Campbell, and the date is February 2nd. The and the time is 2 30 AM. This is the continuation of my sixth log. It's been 19 hours. Whoa, I didn't know that much time had passed. I I guess I lost track. But but I found it. I've I found the adoption records for one Calypso Young in Illinois. They were adopted out of state from California, which, which doesn't line up with where Rosewood Gardens was. I mean, I'm putting my stake in that they were born there. Along with that, the adoption wasn't hardened, so they moved there before the arrest. There are also no records of the original parents. Nothing which isn't too uncommon, but, but if I could find an original last name, maybe I could talk to someone. Find something out. I've also looked up Officer Carter. I found a piece in the obituaries of Hardin County Gazette in which a 26-year-old Owen Carter was hit on the side of a road after helping someone change a flat tire. This was 17 days after the police arrest was filed. The police report and the obituary are going to be attached to the file. <sighs> Excuse me. It's it's late here. I'll finish the investigation An Eclipse was passed in the morning, but... For now, I need to play the rest of the records. Here is clip HBR 5-1. Test subject hpr 5 codename Calypso. Sex, female. Race, Native American. Weight, 130 pounds. Height, 5 feet, 6 inches. Genetic alterations. Alteration to genetic sequence to help aid in the suppression of bone growth and strength. Physical alterations. None have been made. NOTES Claim they are a male on the inside, though no physical or genetic changes have been made, other than the suppression of estrogen for decreased bone growth. Subject says they would rather be referred to as cal instead of their given code name. We will not undertake any genetic or physical alterations to comply with their wants of becoming male. Hello, Calypso. How are you doing this morning? Um I go by kill. Excuse me? I go by kill, not Calypso.
2: I'm a guy. Oh, I'm really sorry, I can't use nicknames. Uh, what? It's not a nickname. I'm a male. See? No boobs. I, uh, your growth is just a little slow. I know it's not that. I'm a guy. Calypso, I'm sorry. Please. I'm a male. I know this. And how do you know this? I
0: can just feel it. Okay, how can you feel this? Can you not patronize me? Look, I get it. It says female on my medical records. Nurses have told me this since I've come here. But I'm not a girl. I might have female parts. Even I can see that. I just... female doesn't feel right. I know that somewhere. Calypso is my dead name. I go by Kel. And that's it. Calypso, I'm sorry. It's Kel.
2: I can't do that. But why? It's a rule. That's bullshit. I know. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Can you excuse me? Go.
3: Lang, uh, excuse me, this is my. I
2: need a talk now.
3: I'm in the middle of something.
2: Well, put it down. I need to talk about test subject HPR5. What about her? Don't you mean him?
3: <sighs> not you two. It's a delusion. Jim,
2: it's not a delusion. They're trans. It says it on their medical records. They've been taking hormones since the age of 10.
3: Yes, hormones. It's not physical.
2: To me? It is. If they believe it, well, it's true.
3: Lang, you're on thin ice.
2: You want me to do my job? Let me do my job.
3: Listen to me. This is an experiment, not your time, to make everything right in the world. But Jim... Lang, stop.
2: I, am. can I just ask you one thing?
3: What might that be?
2: Why can't we continue hormonal therapy and refer to them as a male?
3: We need to keep the test subjects under a controlled environment, no matter how immoral it might be to you. I,
2: sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't think it's right.
3: Well, I don't care what you think. Is this going to be an issue?
2: Um, no. Sorry. Good. This is Dr. Ling with Experimental Notes. The following audio clip is the results of my session with test subject PGB-2 trying to access his Unit 567. The results of the notes can be found in written form under file number 386-A. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, good. Close your eyes. Mm hmm. Good. So, can you feel anything yet? Uh, no. It's okay. Just focus.
4: Okay, um, is the first card three wavy lines?
2: Um, no. Oh. It's okay. Just warming up. Try again. Okay. Good. So, can you tell me what the next card is?
4: A triangle.
2: No. What about the third card? A circle? Good, yes! It's a circle. How about the fourth?
4: Uh, a star.
2: What about the fifth?
4: A square?
2: Uh, neither of those were correct.
4: Can I open my eyes now?
2: Yes, you can.
4: I'm sorry, Doc.
2: There's nothing to be sorry for. It's not your fault that you only got one out of five.
4: It's just, I thought I'd be able to do it this time.
2: Well, there's no use beating yourself up about this. Caster, you did fine. I'm proud of you.
4: Thank you, Dr. Lang.
2: Well, I think this is a conclusion of experiment number 386. You can leave now. The experiment didn't go as planned. I'm really concerned with test subject PGB2's progression and growth, as there has been little to none. I thought the siblings meeting would be the solution. I was wrong. I'm going to do a follow up with Dr. about uh, this. This has been Dr. Lang.
3: Hello? Come in. Uh, uh, yes. Good morning, test subject PGP-2. Hi, Doc. Why did you call me in? Well, sit down. Uh, okay. So, from what I've heard, you still can't perform mental telepathy?
4: Uh, yeah. Sorry.
3: But there's nothing to be sorry about. I'm just afraid there could be, well, issues with Unit 567. That should explain. The Unit 567 is the technology that's been placed in your brain. It was implanted at the age of six months and had, up until a few hours before you came into our custody, remained dormant.
4: Why are you telling me this?
3: Because if it truly is inactive, I'll have to perform brain surgery.
4: Brain surgery?
3: Yes, and where the chip is, it's incredibly dangerous, too. Dangerous? Yes. A majority of the unit is placed in the ear, but in order to work properly, it has several mechanics in the brain. Uh, These are mostly in the parietal lobe and Wernicke's area.
4: But you said most of it was located in the ear. You're correct. But why cut into my brain if it's in my ear?
3: Well, we've checked the ear unit several times. It's in perfect working condition, except it's not creating nanites. Nanites? Uh, Did Dr. Lang not explain this to you? Pollux? No. Well... Nanites are made in the earpiece and attach themselves into the ears. They then have receptors which are able to pick up brainwaves and transmit them back to you. It's a lot more complicated, but that's it in the simplest terms.
4: So you're going to do brain surgery on me?
3: Hopefully not, but yes.
4: Uh, okay. Uh, Thank you.
3: Uh, Could you close the door on your way out? Oh, sure.
0: Forecaster, I- I know I shouldn't actively express my emotions for kids. Kids that are dead. But maybe it's the exhaustion getting to me. I just can't help feeling sorry for him. I know no kid should have to go through what he's going through. I mean, none of the kids have to go through what he's going through. But, um, I know in the past I've stated I am skeptical about this project, which- I am. I am incredibly skeptical about. I mean, this is a very elaborate hoax. Just... I just have to question that for a minute. At least here in this office at 3am. I mean, the emails. I'm... Well, I'm scared. I should probably get to the next audio files. The next is... I don't remember stumbling across this when I, uh, put it in the queue. This is really weird. It's labeled Worrying-Lang. I, um... Well, I want to get to bed, so here it is.
2: This is a code blue. I repeat, this is a code blue. Jesus, Jim?
3: Huh?
2: Are you okay? Your head's bleeding. Oh god, that's a lot of blood.
3: I'm okay, I'm okay.
2: Here, let me help you.
3: Thank you. God, Fuck!
2: Jim, calm down. Where is she? Jim. Where
3: did she go? Fuck!
2: Jim, take a deep breath in. It's just... (sighs) Shit. I know.
3: Just, where is she?
2: About that. This is a code blue. I repeat, this is a code blue. No. I'm sorry.
3: You're telling me she got away? Fuck!
2: I'm sorry, I know.
3: This is unacceptable. This couldn't have happened.
2: I know test subject J-S-Y-4 was your pride and joy, but she got away. How? I'm sorry. How? She, uh... Just tell me. She got a scalpel. How? She broke her mental restraint. She... Controlled the doctors.
3: That they, they, they were trained.
2: I don't know. I thought everyone was ready. I tested them myself.
3: Well, apparently not. The, the, but the jammers... They went
2: down. But... I don't know, Jim. I don't know how it happened. There's something more. There are seven casualties. Two deaths. Jim, are you okay?
3: Elizabeth, don't.
2: I never... I, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> that doesn't fix it. I know. Does she have the chip?
2: I found it. We found it laying in the hallway with blood. Who died? Dr. Hart and Dr. Mendez.
3: We should have done more. We should have done more to prevent
2: this. We did what we could. Jim, this isn't your fault. Get back up here. I'm sorry she got away, but right now, you can do nothing. Nothing except bleed out from that head wound. That's not helping anybody. You're following me now.
0: This is a code blue. I repeat, this is a code blue. This is a code blue. I repeat, this is a code blue.
2: What? What's that? I don't know. Well, I've never heard that before. Me neither. Can, can you see what's happening? It's probably nothing. <gasps> you call that nothing? Maybe I was wrong. Well, go check. No. Please. Hey. Fine. What what do you see out there? Shh, I'm listening. Guards? Shh. somebody. Was it a guard? No, it, it was someone else. Someone else? Yeah, it, it looked like a test subject. What? Yeah, they were young
0: and... You two are coming with me. Uh, who are they talking about? I have so many questions. Oh, I am, uh, going to investigate this tomorrow. I am... I'm, I'm too tired to get this. For now, I am going to bed. This has been Special Agent Daniel Campbell signing off. <sighs> Thank you to listening to our sixth episode of Project Ace, a Grey Logic Studios production. Those involved are Lee Ferens as Daniel Campbell, writer, composer, and producer; Z Simon as Dr. Lang, director, and co-writer; J. Salvador Brown as Dr. <coughs> Rachel West as Pugs or test subject PGB one; Zach as Kester or test subject pgb 2 Alex as Vare or test subject JDQ-3, Sasha Kornzinski as test subject JGF-7 or Phoenix, Riley Lemming as Quinn or test subject WLK-11, Brianna Tucker as the scientist, and Daniel Guido as the officer. Thank you to SoundBible, freesound.org, and Audio Hero for the sound effects under the Creative Commons License 3.0. If you like what you hear, make sure to check us out on social media which can be found in the show notes. And if you could leave a review or tell your friends, we'd really appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.